Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are just a week away from the Mitre 10 kicking off, and this is our favourite uh, rugby competition here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Paul, um, and... Uh, I'll be your host today for this little interview um, as we try and get round all of the Mitre 10 Cup provinces in the build-up to the uh, to, yeah, the tournament's start. Um, and joining me um, today, we've got uh, Clayton, the head coach from Bay of Plenty. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, thanks, Paul. Very good. Happy to be uh, playing rugby and looking forward to uh, competition starting in another week or so. Yeah, absolutely. It's not um, it's not long now. And uh, how important is or how has uh, Bear Plenty gone about with its uh, with its club competition this year? And, and how important has that been for you putting together your squad? Well, look, I think you know a lot of people post COVID were just happy to see rugby and um, probably felt a little bit starved of that action. And so we've seen in Bear Plenty, I imagine around around the whole country, a real um, you know, a real surge of support for um, all levels of the game, uh, right from junior rugby um, through to our, our, our senior club rugby. Um, you know, we did things a little bit different this year in terms of um, how, how we would normally run things. So we, we usually run a bay wide, which encompasses you know, Tauranga, Whakatane and uh, Rotorua. Um, uh, we didn't do that this year because of uh, because of COVID. Um, so we ended up running local subunion competitions, and um, and that's proved to be hugely successful with um, you know, huge crowds. I've been to some games where there's been upwards of two two thousand people, you know, and and uh, and and senior B um, games that generally lucky to have four or five people there been equally well supported. So uh, it's brought back some some old traditional rivalries in the, in those subunions that. Um, that haven't happened for a long time because teams have dropped down divisions over the years, um, uh, and, and the opportunity to play each other hasn't been there. So it's been it's been fantastic. Cool. Uh, well, I, I didn't realize I've, I've just brought up the, um, uh, the, the, the 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 Premiership ones, and I guess uh, yeah, I've got the Western um, side here. But yeah, Tauranga had a good season, um, uh, and uh, uh, Tupaki Tupaki as well um, there as well. So. Um, Looks like it's been a, a competitive season with with several teams there as well. It's not just been sort of one or two sort of run away with it. You've got some uh, a really sort of a tight mid table there. So even though you've you've brought teams together that have been sort of maybe in different divisions, it's still been a really competitive um, tournament for you guys. 
Yeah, it's certainly been the case in the in the Western Bay competition over here in Tauranga, where um, we have a fairly large player base, uh, and those teams have traditionally done pretty well. But we did see the emergence of a couple of uh, a couple of teams to do particularly well this year. Um, Rangiuru, uh, being coached by Taniro Latima. Um, you know, he managed to secure the services of a number of the New Zealand Sevens boys. So they they fronted on pretty regular occasions this year through club rugby um, for Rangiuru. So they did, they did particularly well. And then you know, some of the traditionally strong teams, Tupuki Sports, Tauranga Sports, um, you know, they, they, they continue to be strong. Um, but you know the other sub sub unions have had um, you know really tight competitions too. So you know it's definitely something for us to consider moving forward um, as a, as a union. Um, if, if this level of the game is about participation uh, and and getting uh, the levels of support support that we uh, have historically seen you know, in bygone years, then um, you know the current format certainly has to be considered. Cool. Uh, you, now you've mentioned obviously the sevens people, boys there who will be available um, for minor ten cup this year. Um, you've also uh, announced signings of uh, your triple T and Terry Black coming in. Um, now you've not announced your full squad yet until Monday, but um, the uh, yes, yeah, so some change and some strengthening of the squad this year with the uh, with you being promoted as well to the Premiership. Yeah, well, I think the the main thing is that we've retained the bulk of last year's squad that did really well. Um, you know, there's a couple that have moved on, um, a couple that have retired through injury. Um, so it's really those those sort of gaps that we've that we've had to fill, and we've been fortunate that we've been able to bring some some old returning players from overseas. Uh, there's a few players that have featured for um, international sides at last year's World Cup, so played no no part of my team. Um, and obviously the sevens boys. Are a little inactive at the moment, so so some of them are going to feature for us. So you know we're we're pretty pretty fortunate that we have filled those gaps, but um, you know we're still sad to see good players go, and that's the nature of the beast at this level, isn't it? Absolutely. Are there any new players, uh, so young new players that sort of from club rugby that people might not know that are going to get game time that they should look out for? I don't think we have anyone in our squad who didn't feature last year or wouldn't be a, a household name. Uh, but I think, you know, for me, we, we, we put a lot of time and, and energy into our Pathways program. And last year we saw the emergence of some of that talent. Uh, you know, Caleb Trask, Imoni Narawa, Cole Forbes, um, Leroy Carter, those sorts of, those guys that had come through our under-19s and, and had their first real taste last year. Like, you know, the danger for them is that They've had a lot of success. I've come out of the under-19s competition, won the Nationals, come to the Steamers. We won the championship last year. Like, it's been pretty smooth sailing for those guys. But, uh, you know, we really need them to go to another level. And that's what we've been communicating to them. And hopefully they deliver. But they're, they're the ones to look out for because they've got some special talent. And also, a lot of saw, um, I'm assuming he's coming back, but Kurt Eklund, who uh, got time with the Blues as well. So, yeah, there's 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 lots of exciting players to, to, to look out for. Um, you know, the... We're obviously going to be playing later in the year this year, uh, and the weather's so I guess the weather's going to be warmer and drier. Are you thinking that across the competition we're going to see a different style of play and be a lot of uh, ball in hand, a lot of attacking, exciting rugby? Well, there's obviously been a few adjustments um, to the laws uh, that we've seen through Super Rugby, or certainly the way that they've been officiated, uh, 
So we've, you know, we've, teams will make adjustments based on what they've seen through their competition and then, you know, playing to their traditional strengths. Um, certainly be the case for us. We, you know, we, we are a team that likes to play with a little bit of flair and enterprise and the fact that we get to play, uh, hopefully, in you know, the summer months where uh, we get good fields and, you know, weather that is conducive to throwing the ball around, um, you know, helps us. Cool, yeah, and yes, and with with those sevens boys in there, perhaps some, perhaps uh, keeping structure might be more difficult actually this year than actually than, than and stopping them from throwing it around too much. Um, but what uh, with the promotion up to the Premiership, what does success look like this year for uh, for Bay of Plenty? Uh, that's a good question. We're sort of obviously with the squad only coming together fairly late. We haven't actually sat down as a squad and then nutted out a couple of couple of goals for us just yet. With we only had two or three days, so just getting connected has probably been our priority um, uh, this week. Um, but look, I think you know, as I said before, we've we've done a lot of work. I think uh, I think the mantra for us really is we didn't come this far to just come this far. You know, like it's uh, we're we're happy that we've made the progression up to um, to the to the premiership, and uh, you know, we're under no illusions that it's going to be a step up in terms of you know, no, no easy games, and you know, we're going to have to be at our best to, uh, to to be competitive. But but we have assembled, I think, a, an experienced roster, a well balanced roster, uh, one that play, if plays to its potential. Um, you know, the, the world could be our oyster. But um, you know, at any level of the game, it's about consistency of performance. And and um, you know, as I said, if we do get that consistency and play to our potential, then you know we've every every chance of doing really well cool and the and yeah it's one of those points you said there about coming together late and, and the your preparation this year would have involved some players being in global rapid rugby plus the uh, club competition uh, and other players and then you've had to restructure club competition you've had the global rapid rugby uh, be cancelled on you it's all but yeah it's been a very changing you know, shifting sands kind of preparation for this season but uh, hopefully that goes well um on that, uh, on a Monday morning, when you're looking back at when you're getting your your stats pack from the um, performance analyst, what's what's the first stat you look at? What's that that, that key stat that you like to check uh, every single morning, um, and not just the scoreboard? Yeah, we probably do things a little bit different here in Bayapini. So we, yeah, the first thing and the first thing we do on day one, um, back in post the game, is we meet at a local cafe and. We have about an hour there where we do a lot of fun stuff. Um, and the, the purpose around that is, one, to connect, but two, to kind of um, relieve any players or the team of um, anxiety or hang-ups from the, from the previous game irrespective of results. It's sort of often a day that people come in and they're not too sure where they're going to be in the firing line. Uh, we try to remove all of that um, so that when we when we do go to, to our review process, it's, um, you know, boys, boys are... Uh, haven't got any concerns or anyone that is going to be highlighted but given some full notice that they're going to be in, in the firing line. But um, I personally believe that, you know, you only review what you intend to, well, what you previewed. So you go into each game with, you know, some critical few where you think you could get a, you know, competitive advantage. Um, and that's always the first thing that we do. Uh, inevitably, there'll be some anomalies that, that will that will come up in the game, but the priority is to review what you actually previewed. Okay, so you'll have a target of one or two 
um, specific areas you want to improve on that week. And those are the ones that you'll be looking at, specifically measuring and, and looking at some, um, rather than having a set piece. Yeah, interesting, because um, I remember seeing too with uh, Richard back, sorry, Rob Baxter from the Exeter Chiefs and one of the stats that, that, that they look at or was doing good things. So whether that was a good kick chase or a good getting up off or quicker getting up off the floor um and uh so they 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 try to look at it at, uh or so so it's very much they were looking at some um, sort of energy levels uh we talked with uh sam ward yesterday and he was talking about accuracy of contact was one of the key stats i'll be looking at so it just gives a few different ideas to how different coaches look at things whether it's a sort of skill based or whether it's a, a kind of um effort based uh stat that they kind of look at um, yeah, it's a combination of both. So we we have some attack and defense measures that we effectively hang our hat on and say, hey, look, if we if we do really well in these four or five areas, both sides of the ball, then we give ourselves a really good chance of winning. And that proved to be pretty accurate over the years. And when when you when you don't do well in a particular area, it's it's easy to narrow down your focus the following week and and get some get some gains there. I guess that's you know those while those sort of things remain consistent. Each opposition presents, you know, some strengths and weaknesses that are either they either need to negate or exploit. And so, when I talk about critical few, we'll talk about two or three particular things. And it might be around set piece dominance, it might be around kick meters, it might be around, um, you know, um, transition. So uh, there's a there's a whole there's a whole range of things. I don't think we hang our head on one particular thing week on week from a stats point of view. Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned a couple of there that things like kick meters. These are kind of the stats we don't get to see from Sky or from or online, which is which is why kind of uh, everyone goes, oh, well, look, everyone looks at possession and territory a lot. Um, whereas actually, that's I don't think that's a stat that many coaches really look at. Um, it's one that's sort of a TV stat rather than necessary performance stat. Um, thank you very much uh, for your time. Um, the, the the one point I would make is that uh, that Hawks Bay and um, Taranaki have got their own beers. When is um, when are we going to see a Bay of Plenty yellow and blue striped can available that we can have a so to, to celebrate your games with? Yeah, uh, well, we've got a couple of local breweries here who do a bloody good job at supporting us. Um, they haven't quite yet bought out a Bay of Plenty specific beer, but might be something that we have to look into. Yeah, some steamers stout. There you go. That's uh, got, got the alliteration there already. Okay, the- <laughs> take that on board. Free brand, free, free branding advice for you. Um, thank you, Clayton, very much for your time. Uh, I look forward to get to uh, to some of the games and, and having a chat with you and some of the players afterwards. So please, folks, do like um, the New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page because we'll be getting those games. You'll be able to see those post-match, post-match interviews there uh, as well as updates during the game as well. Uh, good luck with the season. Um, and uh, again, thank you for your time. Thanks, Clayton. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.